friends and welcome to Sold for Soup, a weekly podcast focused on the intersection between your physical and spiritual health. I'm Rich Whitman. And I'm Jennifer Whitman. And this is episode five, Salty. Like I'm salty. So salty has a lot of different meanings. I like to say when someone's being snotty or snide that they are salty, but salty can be a good thing if you like the taste of salt. I can remember when I was growing up, Anytime I was salty, my mom always said that I was being sarcastic. Or anytime that I put too much salt on my food, my parents were always getting after me. So why in the world does salt have such a bad rep? Yeah, salt does have a bad rep. And why is that? What are some of the things that you've heard about salt? I always understood that if you had too much salt, it could cause you to have heart disease could cause you to have heart attacks, like high blood pressure, high yeah, blood pressure, common, yeah, all those types of things. Issue, and we're gonna so we're gonna dive into that a little today for everyone who out there who's thinks that salt is bad. Let's see. There's a good side of salt. I have some friends that like salt a lot. We've been out with them before with other friends, and they've put extreme amounts of salt on their food, and they get all kinds of weird reactions, like "Oh my God, I can't believe you're using like that you're much gonna salt." You're going to die. Like you're going <laughs> to die. Kind of reactions. What does the Bible say about salt? Salt has played a critical role in food preparations for thousands of years. Without salt, honestly, like some of our food needs salt in order to taste. Yeah, it's the good. main ingredient. It's one of the three ingredients in sourdough bread. Can, can you imagine eating a nice, good steak without a little bit of salt on it? A good that would be heaping dumb. of salt on it. So the Bible does use the word salt. It uses it multiple times. In fact, 47 times it's used in the Bible. Words like salt, salted, saltiness, salt pits, where salt comes from. But one of my favorite comes from the Sermon on the Mount, where Jesus uses two symbols to describe the influence that Christians have on society. The first being salt, the second one light. Next week, we're going to talk about light, but we really want to focus this week on salt. In Matthew 5.13, Jesus said, You are the salt of the earth, but what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it useful again? It is to be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. I've heard that verse before. I've heard it say, what good is salt if it loses its saltiness? But I think I've also heard it say, if it loses its savor. So I feel like it has different, there could be a different interpretation there. Savor could mean its flavor and or its power to preserve something. What do you think? Yeah, there's two uses for that word. One is for flavoring food and the other is for preserving food. And although there are many spices that people use throughout the world, and the most common and most readily available to everyone is salt. Salt has so much value in history that men were often paid for their wages in salt. Yeah, a lot of times people have trouble believing that because salt now is so inexpensive. Yeah, you're right. But in biblical times, even Roman soldiers were paid with salt and other general workers. 
there's the saying, he's not worth his salt. So salt is of huge value in the Bible and throughout the history of the world. So that comes from the fact that they were able to use it to preserve their food? Well, they used it to preserve their food. They used it to flavor their food. And before the invention of ice boxes and modern refrigerators, salt was the only means for preserving your food. When fish were shipped on the backs of donkeys hundreds of miles from Capernaum to Jerusalem, they had to be heavily salted in order to preserve them. So essentially without salt, you would have starved to death. I mean, I'm assuming so. Okay, that seems pretty important. Salt was an important commodity in the ancient world. It was so important, people made covenants with it. In Numbers 18:19, the covenant of salt, the everlasting covenant, is referred to. That is a covenant of faithfulness, dependability, durability. Even to this day, nomads in the Middle East still eat bread and salt together as a sign and seal of a covenant of brotherhood. So why in the world would Jesus say, you are the salt of the earth? I think that we are meant to carry on Jesus's mission, which is to help save the world, save the people in the world. Part of what Jesus was claiming here is that people created by God, we are to be not only a part of the world, but also a flavorful part of the world. So we're not to separate ourselves from the world, because if we separate ourselves from the world, then we're not using our saltiness to flavor the world. So if we want to be a good follower of Christ, we better be like, have some flavor. Yeah, and not lose this usefulness or this value that we were created for. So if we lose our savor as Christians, the that's allegorical for losing the what you're created for, essentially. Yeah, what you're created for, what you're supposed to give back to the world, I guess, yeah, would be so- a good way to say it. If you lose your savor, it's a difficult word to say, savor. If you lose your savor because like salt, you've been mixed into bad things or you're doing things that are leading you to unhealthy consequences as we often talk about in this podcast. How, all right, so how does salt lose its savor? It loses, it's, it gets moisture in it or it. if you put salt by something that tastes is smells bad that it will absorb the the smell and it'll get bad taste does salt ever lose its actual like flavor once it's been used is that a thing like once i put salt on something and i guess it can't be reused because it dissolves yeah it gets dissolved it gets dissolved right into the food there's a lot of parallels that you can draw between the salt and the salt of the earth and us being the salt of the earth and how you would lose your your savor or your purpose by being watered down or being near negativity that could invade and take over your saltiness. Ultimately, what Jesus is referring to here is this is about what we do throughout our lives, not just in this moment. We are put on this earth for a purpose. And if we actually live out our purpose as a follower of Christ or just as a general good person who contributes to society, then we haven't lost our flavor. We haven't lost our, our seasoning to this earth. And if we have lost that, if we've been mixed with the wrong things or mixed in with you know, the, the world 
to an extent that it is detrimental to our purpose or our our being, then we're we're useless. Yeah. And when you look at commentaries over this, it says that the salt is literally to be thrown onto a path and people just walk all over it, trampled on by people. Right. So we need to sort of maintain sight of what we were created for and not let ourselves get watered down or or become smelly. Yeah, 47 times used in the Bible. And it's not just used as a reference to something else. It's actually used as its actual purpose, which so, is the flavor food, to preserve food, to pay people. There's all kinds of uses mentioned for salt in the Bible. So I went down this path, then I was like, well, why aren't all these people in the Bible just dropping dead of high blood pressure? Because they're salting their food heavily all the time in order to not starve to death. It just like didn't make any sense to me. That started my, my little journey about salt. And what I found is that actually, I read a meme once that said, don't blame the salt for what the sugar did. Essentially, it was saying that our bodies are not created to eat a lot of sugar, but what happens is if we eat a lot of we're going to kind of get into the different kinds of salt that are out there now versus back in biblical times, there was just salt from the salt mine. Now we have refined salt, right? Eating a lot of refined salt could be problematic, especially if you combine it with sugar, then you're getting into a lot of toxicity and deficiency that we're going to go into. But eating a lot of the salt like they used in biblical times, natural salt, would not necessarily make you more thirsty or cause greater urine output or dehydration or high blood pressure. Your body typically will level it out. Just like anything, you can overdo it, but within reason. Uh, there was a study involving Russian cosmonauts, which are basically like Russian um, astronauts. astronauts, and they were eating a lot of salt up, up in space, I guess. What they actually found was it lowered their thirst and it increased their hunger. And then they did some animal research and they found that that supported the results of what was happening with the astronauts, that the mice that ate a lot of salt actually had their metabolism increase by about 25%. They burned about 25% more calories because they ate more salt. This suggests that salt actually has a big influence on your weight and eating the right kind of salt with the right balance of electrolytes can help your body burn fat more efficiently. It's interesting because when you think about athletes, let's just talk about athletes for a minute. And I work with athletes on a regular basis. And oftentimes, especially during games, athletes come off the field because they're cramping up. And we generally think, well, they're cramping up because they're dehydrated, because they didn't drink enough water the day before or days leading up to the game. What I hear you suggesting here is that some of that is because they haven't had enough salt. They haven't had, there are not just sodium, but electrolyte balance. So you hear people say like electrolytes and Gatorade, or now they have this thing called Gatorlite, which has a lot of crap in it, but it has salt in it. Yeah, well, um, Gatorlite is not, it's not very tasty. Gatorade is I've never is even tasty. had it because it's it's got food coloring and sugar and just, I don't know if it has sugar actually. I tried it, I didn't like it. It's got crap in it. So we're gonna talk about some better options. Studies are actually suggesting that a low salt diet can worsen cardiovascular disease and raise rather than lower your risk for early death among patients with high risk of heart disease. If you have the correct amount of sodium and potassium together, then your risk for high blood pressure and heart disease actually goes down. 
but a lot of our processed foods today basically are just high in sodium alone and they're they're particularly low in potassium versus natural salt which is natural salt which would be like the Himalayan salt or this Celtic sea salt those have a good balance of potassium sodium and other electrolytes which help to keep your blood pressure balanced and lower your risk for heart disease and high blood pressure. If I'm having good salt and I'm having lots of good salt, I'm not necessarily at risk to like die of a heart attack. And everything is about balance, but yes, it's better to have natural salt than the processed table salt. It's gonna be hard to avoid that completely in our day and age because it's added that kind of not good salt is added to almost everything, so you have to be really careful. The vast majority, about 71% of salt intake comes from processed food for the average person. If you avoid processed foods, you virtually have no risk of consuming too much salt. So like you said, eating a whole food diet will will actually ensure that you keep a appropriate sodium potassium ratio. I just don't understand why in this world, and maybe it's not worldwide, but in this country, why we are so adamant about cutting corners and making things cheaper, you really don't less understand. Healthy. Like no, <laughs> I don't really understand. Guess. I don't understand why we wouldn't want to try to take care of ourselves and and be healthy people. It just doesn't make any sense. I to don't me. think it, the people who are at the boardroom table aren't really. They don't care about your health. Let's be honest. What do they care about? Their bottom line. So when they decided that salt. Was, was bad and causing high blood pressure, which it was because it's all sodium and it didn't have the potassium and other electrolytes with it. They decided, oh, we got to take salt out of our processed foods, but they wanted, they still didn't want to spend the money for, you know, natural salt. So guess what they put in it instead? MSG, which is monosodium glutamate, which is a flavor enhancer that you basically don't taste with your taste buds. You taste it with your brain and it's been associated with migraine headaches, eye damage. Uh, some people are really sensitive, sensitive to it. It can cause depression and obesity. And what it does is it basically overexcites neurons in the brain. It causes you to have a stroke. Uh, like some people say, yeah, it's like having like, a mini stroke. You have little stroke outs when so you have it. So just be careful if you're looking for low, if you're looking for food that don't have the bad salt in it, make sure it doesn't have MSG in it. Cooking at home has been lovely because we always add our good salt, which is the, we use pink Himalayan salt. That's been our favorite salt. I also tried to order some of the Celtic sea salt, but I tried to order and it got damaged from Amazon. So it never came. And then I went to order again and it was going to be like three weeks. We'll see. Eventually I'll get it. Hopefully. What was that salt that your cousin got for us? Um, yeah. The black salt that's like kind of like chunky. Oh, that was amazing. That we put that on steak. It was lava salt. So there's salt from all over the earth from different places and they all have different... Tons of minerals. Different types of trace minerals, yeah. which is amazing. And even just small... That's why the word trace because just tiny amounts will affect your health in some pretty crazy ways. But So Himalayan salt is rich in those naturally occurring trace minerals and it can help with increasing like healthy bones fluid balance in your body and that can't be said for modern table salt because it doesn't have trace minerals in it it just they add in some shitty iodine but yeah pink pink himalayan salt is a nutritional gold mine so basically sodium and chloride which are the two main ingredients of salt or the compound that make up salt and they're essential for life your body cannot make 
sodium or chloride on its own. So you need to consume salt. I've never, honestly, have never, ever heard anyone say that. You need you need to consume salt. Most people are like, <laughs> oh my God, stop putting so much salt on your food. Well, because a lot, because like I said, the traditional table salt you find at a restaurant is bad salt. And the food, the salt that's added to food, there is, it is too much shitty salt. So just know that. I'm not saying eat all the shitty salt you want. I'm saying you got to get, you have to be balanced. It needs to be balanced with potassium and natural salt is crucial for many biological processes. So sodium and chloride are a main component of your blood plasma and your lymphatic fluid, the fluid around your cells and in your cells and even amniotic fluid, which is, if you know, that's the fluid that your baby floats in and when you're pregnant. They carry nutrients into and out of your cells and help maintain an acid-base balance in your cells. Uh, Sodium and chloride helps increase the glial cells in your brain. So it's responsible actually for creative thinking, long-term planning, uh, and they are necessary for firing neurons. That means when your nerve cells communicate with one another, it's necessary for those, the chemicals that, that your nerves need to fire and that it's Maintaining and regulating blood pressure is it needs to be balanced with potassium, like I said, but it is necessary for that and helping your brain communicate with your muscles so you can move on demand. So like you were saying about athletes, they need it and they're using it up. And if they don't have it, then it gets depleted. And then what, guess what happens? The muscles freak out and you get the Charlie horses. And then it also is important for supporting your adrenal glands, which if you don't know, those are the little glands on top of your kidneys that make stress hormone like cortisol. You basically described pretty much every part of the human body. <laughs> That's a lot. It's like it's salt is important to every part so of the human body. So natural salt. I mean, I don't know what ha- I don't know what half those words mean that you said, but they all sound very important, and they all sound like they're my body functions because I eat salt. I got to have salt. Well, it made perfect sense to me. So hopefully, slow it down and re-listen to it again. But natural salt typically contains 84% sodium chloride, and then it's 16% naturally occurring other trace minerals like phosphorus and silicon and things like vandium. And like I said, they can, it'll change depending on where you're getting the natural salt from. But processed table salt, on the other hand, contains over 97% sodium chloride. So 84% versus 97% sodium chloride. So it's much higher sodium chloride. And then the other 3% is just man-made chemicals, moisture absorbance, and maybe a small amount of shitty iodine that's not even actually very good for you, which iodine is very good for you and very important, but the kind they add to table salt is, guess what? The cheap, shitty kind. So, shocker. When we were out in Vegas and we went to, we were young this past year, you had, with you, you had these little packets of salt stuff. The electrolyte packets. They were flavored, and... We put them in our water to like give us, I guess, yeah. electrolytes. So th- remember we were talking about Gator Light and those are the normie kind of like electrolyte drinks that people drink. But the LMNT packets, you just dump That's into a water bottle and it is sweet. They taste really good. They're sweetened with stevia. It's about a gram of salt and then it's got a good balance. It has a very nice balance of like pink Himalayan salt, potassium, phosphorus, magnesium, all the things to help rehydrate your body. And you can do one or two of those a day, depending on what you got going on in your life and what other kind of salt intake you have going on. It kind of reminded me of um, salty Kool-Aid. 
<laughs> yeah. I know that's not necessarily they obviously because Kool Aid is just all sugar, but they like that's what it reminded me of salty Kool Aid. Yeah, they have different flavors. So there's there's that there you can order L M N T. Um, it's kind of like Element, but it's the letters L M N T. You can order them online for thirty packets. It's about forty five dollars, and that's pretty standard about what you'll pay. Most, if you order a box of those packets, if you get them from 10X Health, they're about $45. Most of them are stevia sweetened. I am a little sensitive to stevia. I can't do too much stevia or my face breaks out with like red dry skins. I found one called ATH Lights and it's L-Y-T-E-S. And that one's sweetened with monk fruit. So I haven't tried those yet, but I ordered those. There is... Uh, Dr. McCullough has them on his website. They're a little cheaper. His are only $40 for 30 packets, and those are also stevia sweetened. So no sugar, but good healthy salt with a good balance of all the the other trace minerals and phosphorus. For all of our listeners out there that like to party when they have a hangover. That's basically being, you're dehydrated. Yeah, so you so need to you, rehydrate. So if you drink these, then it helps. Or if you're an athlete hangover. and you need yeah. to hydrate. There's a lot of different reasons. Or if you want to increase your metabolism and burn fat better, cut sugar out of your diet. Just cut it out. And I did that. Good job. Since January 1st. Still, right. still now, going strong. And then do um, the packet of LMNT or something like that a day to help increase your metabolism and just help all your other body processes in your brain function better and your neurons fire properly. So we definitely need salt for health reasons yeah so the bible is not wrong and not just any salt will do we need specific salt yeah you got to get back to the basic and not let you know all the added chemicals and processed crap get in the way of being healthy all right let's wrap this up what you have anything else that you want to add to this i think we covered it you know what? We haven't done this in a while. I think we should give something away. What can we give away this Ooh. week? Well, we could give away uh, a box of the LMNT that we were just talking about. I think this is what we should do. The first person to comment on our podcast post, because we always do this each week. We post the the podcast so that you have the link there and you can go listen to it. With a salty meme, we'll receive a box of LMNT. So they're going to have to do this on Facebook. Yeah, we have Facebook now. So this is valued at $45. is not a bad prize. Look for us on our socials, soldforsoup.com, soldforsoup on X, which is Twitter for all of our old listeners. And yes, finally, soldforsoup on Facebook. We're on Facebook. You know, we might should do some Facebook Lives once in a while. Okay, well, So look maybe. for those soon. We'll hop on Facebook and do some lives. Maybe something that we forget to talk about during the podcast or maybe just because we want to show our really gorgeous faces online. Yeah. All right, so a meme about being salty is the that's, is what they're supposed to do, right? meme about being salty. Or don't be salty. Yep, first person that has a clever meme about being salty posted wins the prize. To wrap this up, I would just say this. Be salty, put that pink stuff on your food, and go get healthy. Peace out. We go.